0: Life is about core memories, creating moments with your friends, with your kids that you guys will never forget. And we have one right in our backyard here, Atlanta
1: In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
0: The Burt Show. All right, so she's wondering, she's got to make a big old decision here. Uh, Should she choose her dream job Or her dog? What do you got going on? Hit us up at com. Cassie has the email.
1: Hey, Bird Show. I've been listening to your show via the podcast for almost two years now. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and hearing adult conversation makes the days a little less lonely and a little more manageable. Yeah,
0: we just had a real great adult conversation (laughs) about (laughs) naked celebrity couples. (laughs) Are you sure you're writing the Bird Show?
1: I was hoping I could get your and your listeners' advice on a particular problem I have. Like I said... I'm a stay-at-home mom to three kids under three, and I'm going to pause, actually, because there is a trigger warning for this for postpartum depression and self-harm, so just a heads up. I'm a stay-at-home mom to three kids under three. It's busy, but I wouldn't change a thing, and after I had my second son, I went through postpartum depression really badly. I began self-harming and had intrusive thoughts, and they almost got the best of me. Praise the Lord for a supportive husband who saw and helped me as he could. It took so much to get out of that headspace, and one of the ways I learned to cope was through baking. I found making cakes, cupcakes, bread, etc., was instant gratification for something that I did. For something that I did that was good, I started having friends and family order cupcakes from me, and from there it led to a small in-home business that I absolutely love. It's not only good for my mental health, but financially, it's been a tremendous help. My husband's a teacher and works so hard to provide for us. He's taken up four stipends, which are extracurricular activities like coaching track, play director, etc., to make extra money. And he works in the summer to make ends meet. Having baking money come in has been incredible. Our current family car is a 2012 Corolla and we're saving up to buy a minivan or SUV. I'm not exaggerating when I say baking could buy us a car, LOL. Here's the problem. When I began, I didn't think this is what would come of it, and I didn't do any research into home bakeries. When my orders started picking up, we started to do research, and we learned we need a cottage kitchen license. No big deal. We started the process and learned that in our state, part of the criteria is that pets and animals can never have access to your kitchen. We have a four-year-old Rottweiler that we love, but the way our house is laid out makes it impossible for us to make that happen. I don't want to make him an outside dog, but I don't know of any other option. We don't have the money to build a separate kitchen or rent a storefront. A health inspector will inspect our house and do random visits throughout the year to make sure my kitchen is up to code, so lying on the application license is out. We're heavily considering rehoming him. Does that make us bad people? Mm. Baking has become my dream job, and I'm so scared that if I stop baking, I'll go into a downward spiral. Please help with any ideas or suggestions. Would you choose your dream dog or your dream job or your dog? All
0: right, so so for some of you that don't, have dogs or don't have pets, this is an easy decision for you. Others that do, I mean, they become part of the family, right? Um, so rehoming them just breaks your heart. I'm still living with the shame of having to rehome my dog, Tyra, who was... I wouldn't spend enough time with her. She was unhappy. She was crapping all over the place. My fiance was allergic to her hair also, so I had to rehome her back to our initial trainer. And I still live with that shame. But, um... I am living with the happiness knowing that she's she found a home and she's ecstatic. <laughs> she's so happy that it was a really really good decision. Uh, and had we not, and had Jenny not found the exact right home for her, I would have nightmares about it every single day. All right, but I know that she's happy, so I'm I'm good. So the only advice I would give here is if you are going to rehome that dog. You have got to make sure that they are in a family that loves that dog as much as you do or you will not be able to live with yourself.
1: 100%. I don't think it makes you a bad person to rehome your dog, especially if you're taking the precautions to go out of your way to make sure that it's an environment that your dog's going to be really happy in. It just breaks my heart. Like the thought of having to rehome any of my pets, I have a cat now, but I grew up with dogs. And so there's just something really special about that bond that I can't imagine ever Breaking up, but like, if this is gonna support you and your family and your mental health, like, I think it, you're not a bad person for doing it. It's just a hard decision you have to make.
0: Yeah. So, what would you do in this case?
1: For me, I personally couldn't do it. I, I mm-hmm. but I, I'm also, I've never experienced postpartum depression. Um, so I don't know what that would do to me and what kind of decisions I would have to make because of that. Um, the thought of giving away my cat, like, d- would destroy me though.
0: I feel like this is a situation where I would want to do what I can until I could do what I want. So, I mean, if it would be possible, what I would want to do is if I have to make him an, an outside dog for a little bit while, until I get these things off the ground and I can build something better for him, I would try to do that. If that's not possible, then I would try to make sure he finds a home where he deserves to be because if mentally you're not okay and you are aware that you're going to go into that downward spiral, you're not going to be any good for the dog either. So uh, you got to look at it that way. And so with that in mind, Give them away if you have to, but I would try to find a way to mm-hmm. use the money that I'm making to build something better for them. Yeah, I think anybody that has had to re-home a dog goes above and beyond. You give 150% before you make that final decision.
1: As someone who went through postpartum depression and had the intrusive thoughts and all of this, you have to find your rock to get through it. It is a dark, dark place, <laughs> and no one truly understands, even though they're trying to help you. Baking is her rock. This bakery is her rock, and it got her through. I love dogs as if they're family, but you should not put a dog or an animal above your own mental health and your family's well-being. And that's what you're talking about here. And so I think the best decision for you and your family is to find your dog a new place where they can be loved and then you can thrive as a family. The Burt Show.